guys, I received an email the other day from a listener who corrected me. She wrote, I love your show, but I am not a tiny person and would appreciate if you would stop assuming we are tiny people. I am a unicorn. That's right, a real unicorn with a beautiful shimmering horn on my head. So if you could acknowledge your unicorn listeners, that would be great. Sincerely, your number one unicorn fan. Well, naturally, I forwarded this email to my scientist friend. Clearly, I've been contacted by a real unicorn. They exist! I started this podcast to share my stories. I never anticipated making historic scientific discoveries in the process. Maybe I'll get an honorary degree out of this. I digress. Tiny people, big people, unicorns, other mythical creatures who might be listening, thanks for joining me today. Our story is about something many of you may have experience with. A new baby. Some of you may be big brothers or big sisters. Some of you are probably big cousins, and many of you have friends who've had new babies come into their families. Oh, and all of you, including your big people, were new babies once upon a time. Hmm, unless you were a baby unicorn, or a baby dragon, or something. Side note, if you were a baby dragon, please email me ASAP. So, I usually try to book a guest who relates to the story somehow, so I thought, I'll get a baby. That'll work. I mean, there's so many babies out there, right? Turns out, people just aren't that into loaning their babies to random people. So I don't have a baby in the studio to listen in. But wait a second. I do have a baby listening. Tiny people, this might be a good time to tell you. I'm going to have a new tiny person soon. Right now, she's in my tummy, and she can totally hear me because she's getting pretty big. So, I guess I do have a guest today. Tiny baby, are you going to listen in to today's story? Guys, she totally just kicked me. I'm going to take that as a yes. Tiny people, are you ready for today's story? Unicorns, are you ready for today's story? All right. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. One summer night, Raymond and his parents were eating dinner on the back patio. Fireflies winked in the fading light. The air was warm and muggy. Raymond saw his parents exchange a look. His mom nodded to his dad. Hey, Ray, his dad began. We have some exciting news. Raymond took a bite of his hot dog. You're going to be a big brother. Raymond's parents beamed. Raymond took another bite of his hot dog. Raymond's parents kept smiling. Raymond took another bite of his hot dog. 
Raymond's parents stopped smiling and looked at each other. Raymond? His mom asked. Raymond's friend Stella recently became a big sister. Her baby cried a lot. Her baby drooled a lot. Her baby did not seem exciting. I think I'm all right with not becoming a big brother instead, Raymond said. His parents looked at each other. That's settled, Raymond declared. No, baby. Doesn't really work that way, buddy, Raymond's dad said. The baby's already growing, Raymond's mom added, putting a hand on her belly. Hmm, Raymond murmured. A few days later, Raymond's dad came home with a car seat. The kind of car seat for babies. Raymond pretended he didn't see it and focused on his Legos. A few days after that, Raymond went with his mom to the doctor. The doctor let Raymond press a button on a little machine as the doctor pressed something onto Raymond's mom's tummy. A whirring sound came from the machine. To Raymond, it sounded like a tiny washing machine with a forgotten shoe tumbling around inside. That's your baby's heartbeat, the doctor said. Sounds good. Raymond's mom smiled and wiped a tear from her eye. She squeezed Raymond's hand. Raymond wondered what the baby was doing in there. Later that week, Raymond and his mom were at the pool. Raymond saw two kids sitting with one mom. Mommy, Raymond said. Who will be the baby's mommy? Raymond's mom took a deep breath. Hmm. I will, Raymond. I'm going to be the baby's mommy. You're my mommy, Raymond replied. And I always will be, she answered and gave him a kiss on the cheek. Then she took his hand in hers. You know, Ray Ray, she said, looking down at their entwined hands. Before I had you, I never knew what to do with my hands. I didn't know where to put them. Should I put them at my sides? Should I cross them? I always felt so awkward. Then you were born. It was as if my hands had been waiting my whole life just to hold you. Raymond squeezed his mom's hand. Raymond's mommy's tummy got bigger over the next few months. Raymond's mommy got slower over the next few months. What's the baby wearing? Raymond asked as he pulled on his shirt one morning. Raymond's mommy laughed. <laughs> the, the baby isn't wearing anything. The baby doesn't have clothes? The baby's naked? The baby's naked, his mom agreed. I think the baby has a shirt on and teeny tiny shoes. Raymond's mommy laughed again. <laughs> Maybe, she answered. A few months after that, Raymond's mommy's tummy was very big. Raymond's dad brought home a huge box and began to open it. What's in there? Raymond asked. It's a crib. We've got to put it together. Raymond's dad looked at Raymond to see his reaction. Can I help you? Raymond asked. I'd love to have a helper. Hold this for me, he said, handing Raymond the assembly instructions. All right, 
Read me the first instruction on that paper, Raymond's dad said. Raymond giggled. Daddy, I can't read yet. Ugh, that's right. I forgot, his dad said, smacking his forehead with a laugh. All right, help me hold these two pieces together then. Raymond and his dad worked all afternoon putting together the crib. Afterwards, Raymond's dad pulled a book down from the shelf in the living room. He opened it up. It was a photo album. All the photos were of a tiny baby. Who's that? Raymond asked. That's you, Raymond's dad said. I was so small. Could I walk? Not when you were that small, his dad said. Could I talk? Not yet. Am I ever going to be a baby again? Raymond asked. Nope. Everyone gets to be a baby just once. Then we all grow up. Were you a baby? I was. A long time ago. And then you growed up? Yep. And so will you. And so will our baby. Hmm. Raymond murmured. A few weeks later, Raymond and his dad ran into Stella and her mom at the playground. It was a cool autumn morning. Stella's mom was holding Stella's baby sister on her hip. Stella ran over to Raymond. Ray Ray, she yelled happily. Come see my baby. She's so cute. Stella grabbed Raymond's hand and dragged him over to the baby. This is Elise, Stella said. Elise was much bigger than the last time Raymond had seen her. She wasn't crying, and she wasn't drooling. Tickle her foot. It's really funny, Stella said. Raymond wasn't sure. He slowly put out his finger and touched it to the bottom of Elise's foot. She burst into giggles and squealed with delight. Raymond couldn't help but smile. Does she cry? he asked. When she's sad or tired or hungry, she does, Stella said. Stella's mom smiled and said, And she wakes up crying at night sometimes, but she doesn't cry too much anymore. I help mommy a lot, Stella said proudly. When Elise cries, I calm her down. I rock her in her swing and I sing Twinkle Twinkle to her too. Being a big sister is a super important job. Hmm, Raymond murmured. The next day, Raymond woke up and heard his parents talking outside his bedroom door. His dad rushed in. Ray, Mommy and I have to go to the hospital. The baby is going to be born soon. Uncle Ned is here, and he's going to stay with you till we get back. Uncle Ned? Yes, Raymond said excitedly. He leapt out of bed and went to find his uncle. Two days later, Raymond's parents returned to the house. Raymond's dad carried the same car seat Raymond had seen him bring home months earlier. Raymond's mommy came over and gave him a big hug. I missed you so much, she said. Missed you too, mommy. Raymond heard a squeak come from the car seat. Want to have a look? Raymond's dad asked. Raymond crept closer and peeked inside. A tiny baby was curled up under a blanket. 
The baby had a little yellow hat on its head. It's a baby girl, Raymond's mommy said. We named her Bella. Bella, Raymond repeated. Raymond saw Bella's tiny hands were balled into little fists and she was punching them back and forth. Can I touch her hands? Raymond asked. Sure, his mom said. Just be gentle. Raymond leaned over and gently touched Bella's hand. She unfurled her fist and wrapped her hand around his finger. She held on tight. She's got me, Raymond said with a laugh. She's so cute, he added, sounding surprised. She looks a bit like you, Raymond's dad said. Raymond stared at Bella. Her eyes were wide. Raymond remembered the photos from the book his dad had showed him. Bella kept holding Raymond's hand. Their hands fit together like pieces of a puzzle, as if his hand had been waiting all this time just to hold hers. I like her, Raymond said. You guys, my tiny person is kicking up a storm. She must have loved the story. I suppose it helps that it's one of the first stories she's ever heard, but I'll take it. Glad you liked it, tiny baby. Tiny people at home, I hope you liked the story too. I've noticed that a lot of stories about brothers and sisters include a lot of fighting and not a whole lot of holding hands and hugging. But I've seen brothers and sisters and cousins and friends and they hug each other and they take care of each other and they comfort one another when one gets hurt. I think we need more stories about that. What do you think? Oh, I just got another email. This is so crazy because no one has heard this episode yet. So, whoa. Here goes. Dear Rhea, We heard you ask for your Dragon fans to get in touch. We heard you before even listening to this episode because we are magical. Because we are dragons. There are three of us, and we love your stories. However, we would like you to have more dragons in the stories. There have been no dragons. There are many other children's writers who include us. Why not you? Sincerely, your dragon friends, Audrey, Elliot, and Lydia. Aw, what a sweet email. Thank you, Audrey, Elliot, and Lydia. You are right. I have not written a story about dragons. Hmm. Maybe I need to. You've given me some valuable food for thought. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. If you'd like to support the show, leave a rating and review on iTunes to enable more parents to find the podcast. Another great way to support the show is to share it with a friend. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. <laughs>